Today, I'm from A to Ziggy. Dirty song. Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the only podcast where we talk about every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Travis. My name is Thomas. And today, put the kids away. Don't let them listen to this. This is, this is NSFW, not safe for work. We're talking about Dirty Song. In the immortal words of Nelly, to paraphrase, it's it's gonna get hot in her. Excuse me. <laughs> you might want to. <laughs> you might want to clarify that. You, you don't remember that song from from high school? It's getting hot in where? It's getting hot in her. It's supposed to be hot in here, but it's like H E R R R E. Hot in her. It's getting hot in her. Uh. <laughs> I remember the song. I don't remember it yeah. being quite so. Suggestive. It's a dirty one. That's a dirty one. It is a dirty one, but not as di- this is straight up. This is dirty song. This song is telling you right, right from the get go. This song. This is a dirty song. Yeah, this is straight up raunch. This is. Um, is there anything less than single entendre? Because that's this. It's like a, like a half entendre, like a quarter entendre, demi entendre. This is like full on, full entendre, full entendre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Tondra is on. Um, so this is from from Baal. 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 <laughs> that word is like the uh, it's like the verbal equivalent of the dress. Remember the dress on the, the dress. internet? The, oh yeah, the is it blue or black or yeah. is it gold or white? The blue and gold. I I say neither. I say blue and gold. I, that that's a hill oh. that I think I'm willing to die on too. <laughs> anyway, it's it's up for debate. It's it could be Baal. It could be Baal. It could be Baal. If you're a sheep, if you're a sheep, <laughs> Baal, and yeah, this is it's this is basically the Baal mission statement. So apparently, in the story, this this takes place in a pub. Baal, Baal, the titular character, jumps up on a counter and starts singing this uh, song to the patrons drunkenly, and it's apparently meant to uh, humiliate his uh, his lover. Um, Sophie. You know, I still have yet to see this play. Me either. But it's funny because when I hear the song, the mental picture I get is basically someone like jumping up on a table and like with the arms at the hips. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining Pippin and Mary at the (laughs) Green Dragon. It's just, yeah, like here now, people, this is what I do when I get the ladies home. Um, Which maybe if I had tried that at my local pub, things would have gone a little bit better in Mm. my in my early 20s. It's worth a try. Yeah, well, not anymore, because I'd get murdered. It's too um, late. <laughs> it's too late for me now. But someone chil- else try it. Children listening. Young, young people. I mean, basically, I mean, in the in the in the climate of the world that we are now, you can do that. You can get up in bars and scream this and it's OK. Mm-hmm. In theory. Now, to be fair, this is this is a milder. This is a mild. This song raunch. is milder raunch. Um, which is a this is terrifying thing to say, but um, this is yeah. this is meatballs, not porkies. Exactly, but the sticking it to the lover with the song thing kind of makes me think of um, now. I always get these two movies mixed up because they they're of the same era. I'm pretty sure it's Singles that I'm thinking of, not Reality Bites. But it's so easy to get those two movies mixed up. They're in the bar, and oh my god, why am I blanking on his name and face right now? He's in all the Richard Linklater movies. Dave Coulier. Yep, Dave Coulier. Oh, um... Uh, what's his name? Oh my... Ah, this is... 
The brain fart of brain farts. Uh, you can see him. His yeah, chiseled I'm, jaw. I'm, I'm seeing him right now. Man, I don't want to Google this, but I have to for the sake of time. Alex Jones. Alex right? Jones. It's that great 90s Alex Jones movie that takes place in the heart of the grunge movement. Uh, Alex Jones loves grunge. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. No. no. Um, Willie. Oh, it is reality bites I'm thinking of. Oh, Ethan. Ethan Hawke. Hawke. Yes, Ethan Hawke. Um, so yes, it's um, and it's reality bites that I'm thinking of, not singles. So there's a part where he's in the bar, and I, I'm, I just need to pull the IMDb up to remember who his girlfriend was too. I want to say Winona Ryder, but I'm probably wrong about that too. Um, reality bites. Reality. Bites. I think so because I don't think I ever saw singles. Yeah, it is Winona Ryder. Right. I'd always like watch those. Both those movies came on VH1 all the time, and I watched VH1 all the time. Um, Did you so know yeah. Avion is naive, spelled backwards. I do. It's my favorite bottled water fact. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know Dasani is in... Which in, is literal tap water. In a sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I never realized that apropos acronym. There you go. <laughs> Things you learn. Um, when oh, man, the where was I even going with oh, this? Oh, sorry. So Winona... Oh, right. Winona Ryder. So Ethan Hawke in, um, in, in Reality Bites because he's pissed off at Winona Ryder, gets up with the band and starts singing um, Violent Femmes Added Up. And it's just like, just like this amazingly alternative dick move. Like, in that scene, you're just like, oh, screw you, Ethan Hawke. How could you do such a... Like, I don't remember the circumstances surrounding it. I've seen this movie in like 15 years. But... He just comes off as such a dick. Mm. So yeah, that's just, that's what it makes me think of. Isn't it ironic that Ethan Hawke turned out not to be a dick, to be quite a quite a charming leading man? Yeah. In later movies, Ethan Hawke is kind of like what everyone wanted Matthew McConaughey to be, just like super ridiculous '90s actor who then becomes someone you can take seriously. But Matthew McConaughey, you know, he got his Oscar and all, but he never really like still can't take him seriously. Yeah, most Ethan. Of the time. Ethan Hawke transcended the Skeet Ulrich yeah. phenomenon. And oh, Matthew, I think he's pre-Skeet. And the Matthew Lillard. <laughs> oh, Matthew Lillard. Do you know that they're actually making a sequel to SLC Punk? Are they? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. It seems completely unnecessary, but it's happening. Um, Dirty song. Dirty song. <laughs> so this song kind of... If, if this song had been in my universe... Back in the 90s, I would have, this would have been in, one, in my like Hall of Fame. I'm making a mixtape. I can see there's only a small fraction of tape left, and it's not enough to leave empty, but I need to stick something in this space. This song so would speak. have been perfect. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of filthy. A lot of, yeah, all of it. Um, it's a perfect, like, I need to fill this last, pre- you know, last precious moments of a, of a mixtape. Yeah, just stick it right at the end. Yeah. I have a lot of mixtapes that end with like, and a, a lot of times I miss, I underestimated how much space I love too. So it's like a lot of like cut off versions of uh, either Nirvana, Molly's Lips, 311 Loco, or uh, Sublime Paddle Out. Those are like my three go-to sub two minutes. I need to plug something in this whole songs. And just... It, Chops off the end of it. it we usually chop off the end of it. It's it's a cut version. In, in my even to this day, if I'm listening to those tapes, I can hear thirteen year old me being like, "God damn it! I thought there was enough space." Ah! I spent a lot of time making mixtapes. You didn't rewind it and just like tape something shorter in that space. Sometimes I would. So like if I knew like 
I'm trying to remember which one's the longest. I think Paddle Out might have been the longest of those songs. Oh, and I would be remiss if I also didn't mention um, Presidents of the United States of America both kick out the jams and uh, We're Not Gonna Make It were also songs that I, I love for those occasions. Anywho, so like if I did Paddle Out and it got cut off, then I would kind of like work my way backwards sometimes and be like, okay, if that didn't fit, let me try Loco. And if Loco didn't fit, then I would go like Molly's Lips or something mm-hmm. like that. This is what I did when I was 13. Dirty song. Dirty song. This is a short song. Very short song. Uh, but man, does it, it packs in more, more filth per second than, I mean, this is an efficient song. Should so, we give it the thorough lyrical analysis? We'll get, let's, so let's, this is actually a short enough song that we can read all the Cause I feel like I, I, I hyped this. I was like, this song is gonna, is gonna taint you morally. So to speak. So to speak. Um, why not? I'm gonna, yeah. If a woman's hips are ample, then I want her in the hay. Skirt and stocking all a rample, cheerfully, for that's my way. If the woman bites in pleasure, then I wipe it clean with hay. My mouth her lap together thoroughly, for that's my way. If a woman goes on loving when I feel too tired to play, I'd smile and go off waving amiably, for that's my way. Very good. Yeah, he likes to hit and run. Mm-hmm. What a what a crappy thing to sing to your significant other. Well, let's emphasize the positive here. I applaud the uh, that second verse um, is addressing the subject that is uh, a neglected aspect of uh, of of the rolling in the hay act. Um, you mean like using of the phrase "roll in the hay" or like literal rolling in hay? I'm thinking of the the second verse. My mouth her lap together thoroughly. Yeah. I feel like that part needs that, like, just to really drive it home. Is there a way to, like, record the sound of eyebrows going up and down? Because I feel like that should be, like, that should be in parentheses in the lyrics. Eyebrows raised. Eyebrow raised. Ladies. Let's make make a YouTube video. (laughs) Yeah. Take the bit, uh, if we can find it, if, uh, listener, our our Blu-ray of the the Bale performance is still, I'm assuming... In postage, yes, like on on its way. Uh, it has not arrived yet, but when we do, we can take it, take this song from the performance, and just like insert a shot. Uh, yeah, put an insert shot of the guys in the bar raising their eyebrows. You can find some old timing like twenties <laughs> or western. Yeah, this is yeah. Or they like they cover their hats. And there's like a wind blowing. And like... You know, I just had a realization. I just need to Google who sings this sings this song really quick. David Bowie. Yes. Who sings the, who sings Dirty Song? Um, Kia, that My Neck, My Back song. I feel like this song and, and My Neck, My Back feels like this is like the sexual song version of like, are you the gatekeeper? Are you the key master? I mean, this, this I can't I probably can't read this song on this podcast if you want to keep it family. You know, but I'm sure I, I can I can just give you the first couple words of the chorus and if you're of a certain age you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know that song. Uh, like, my neck, my back, lick my let's say cat and let's say uh, I, I can't even think of another word for crack. Um, free bass. Free bass. Free bass cocaine. Yes. Uh, um, there's a whole list. There's a billion playlists out there of songs on this particular yeah. subject. You know what song pops in my head? That's a, oh, such a great song. ZZ Top, Pearl Necklace. 
Mm-hmm. Such a great song. Slightly different. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a similar... Dirty songs. It, it's a very similar um, sentiment. Mm-hmm. That kind of like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I will do that. Oh, man, I feel like I'm blanking on so many good songs about mouth love. I'm going to kick myself after I re-Google them. Well, this is the first time I'm Googling this one, but this has popped into my head. Yeah, I really should have looked this up earlier. Mm-hmm. Listener, send us your favorite mouth love songs. That's a very odd phrase. It is. A, it's an odd, odd phrase. Mouth love really songs. A, and songs love mouth. mouth love when songs. you don't know the words and the song and everybody's in, singing along with the love song, um, you mouth love song. Oh, love in an elevator. Yes. Oh, man. That's one of those songs that like when I was, you know, in like fifth or sixth grade, I loved Aerosmith. But this is one of those Aerosmith songs that I actually, you know, I just didn't understand it because I was like 10 or 11. I mean, I knew it was about doing it. I had a feeling it was just about doing it in, in, literally in an elevator. The whole like living it up when you're going down thing. Right. Um, well, there, what's the yeah. Lil' Kim song? Which one am I? Thinking? Oh, How Many Licks? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, N.W.A. She swallowed it. My cousin and I used to listen to way more N.W.A. than two white guys from Connecticut really should have. Not Tonight. Is that a Lil' Kim song you're thinking of? That's not the one I was thinking of. But I mean, really, this could be an entire list of Lil' Kim songs. I'm pretty sure that's like her main subject. Yes. Walk on the Wild Side. Yeah, there's rents. Yeah, there's definitely oh, yeah. some mention of that. That's pretty. Uh, the song always like when it would come on at work. I was kind of like, eh, I really hope no one really notices this line in the song. Because, like, I didn't really pay enough attention to it when I was a kid. So I was like, I really hope an adult's not like, why are you listening to uh, this filth? I was at a wake recently, and this song was, people were gathering around playing guitar. And somebody suggested, let's play Walk on the Wild Side. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And I just, like, I could feel my the muscles in my back clenching yeah. up as, as they reached that part of the... yeah chorus because like all the family was there everybody was there i was like literally none of that song is fit for playing out in public if there's all ages around that whole song is filthy <laughs> every little line of it um so, so i was thumbing through this list and i completely forgot about put it in your mouth too by in your mouth in by. your mouth love in your mouth um Ikinyele? i never knew who that was by it's not a name I, I recognize and I'm probably butchering. But that was definitely, that song was blasted on many a ride to school with me and my friends. That song was omnipresent. Dirty songs, all of them. Dirty songs, all of them. It's fun to listen to dirty songs. I mean, let's face I mean, there's, you know, 99% of popular music is about either love or sex or some combination of the two. You could literally sit here all day and just spitball filthy, dirty, awesome songs. Dirty song. Short song. One of David Bowie's shortest songs. It is about 40 seconds long. I clocked it at 42. That's, yeah, that's what the uh, YouTube video I was using for. Yeah. The wiki says 38. It is one of two sub one minute songs, not counting any spoken word pieces. The other also begins with a D. And I will leave it as a a point of suspense. Ooh. (laughs) Which, Which other song... Is less than a minute long, and we'll find out before the end of the D's, so to speak. So to speak. I like I like the uh, the little interjections cheerfully, thoroughly, <laughs> amiably, in the middle of these songs. It's, yeah, it just gives it a sort of a 
a charming rapscallion quality yeah. to it. It kind of makes you forget for like a split second, like, oh man, he's such an asshole. Yeah. <sighs> Becomes less of a dirty old man and more of, you know, just a scamp. Just a scoundrel. Just a good old boy. As just a good old boy. Um, anything else about Dirty Song? I think that about covers it. All right, let's go into ratings. Um, for, for a song that's short and ridiculous, I do kind of love it. I would give this, let's say, what kind of unit do we want to use here? So to speak. So to speak. Um, bales of hay. Bales of hay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Balls. Uh, it's, it's just it's so hard to like look at the lyrics and not just be like, he, he, he. Um, I mean, like, I'll, I'll be real. I'm, I'm 33 years old. If I'm at work and I'm counting money and, it's, and it, I end up with like $269 or something like that, literally every time I'll be like, he, he. Like, I can't help it. It's just like who I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I will give this song three bales of hay. Yeah. I was thinking about three bales of hay as well. Three balls of hay. Three balls of hay. Uh, it's the fact that it's short is kind of a blessing. <laughs> the fact that it's short makes it more more likely that I'll, that I'll play it yeah. more often. Um, like Ballad of the Adventurers, I might not play very often. Like, might not just cue that one yeah. up. Balls him, I might, because I love the vulture soup. But yeah, a lot of, the, a lot of these songs from uh, the Bale EP, I've come to like quite a bit, but they need a certain context. You have to be ready to listen to them. So something that like I, it was it was a thought that was there and then left and now it's back again. I I do like I, I feel like I have to own being wrong about a lot of get off my lawn moments. Um, I sometimes I find myself hearing like newer pop music and it's just like uh, this is where's the subtlety? This is just filthy songs about doing it. They're so like like I remember like rolling my eyes to the point that it hurt almost not literally but figuratively. Um, watching Chris Brown on SNL. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's it's funny that like, and I didn't forget the songs like, to go back to like, take a walk on the wild side. Songs that were like in my life, my since I was a child, existed and you know, have always been in my universe. But I, I'm still like, er, like when I see Chris Brown at SNL and he's like, it's three a.m. and I'm feeling kind of horny. I'm like, that's where's your subtlety, sir? That's come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's lazy. Yeah. Where so where are you falling now on I'm just kind of accepting it like yeah I hate most new music but it's not like the stuff I listen to is any less dirty than this I suppose so maybe I'll always like to think that we did it with more subtlety in class so to speak but I also have I still acknowledge that Rump Shaker was a song that's very good <laughs> Fair enough all right, we're so all hypocrites. We're all music hypocrites. You get to the you get to like twenty five and you just hate everything yeah. and you realize that you're a hypocrite because everything you liked was just as bad. Welcome to coming to terms with the aging process. Yeah. With two mid thirties white guys. Thanks, Dirty Song. <laughs> well, that's probably gonna wrap it up for Dirty Song. Yeah. Next time on From Me to Ziggy, we're gonna be talking about another song. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what to do. You you tell me something. You suggest something. Um. I'm having a hard time spontaneously punning. Uh, you tell me something to say, and I'll do it. Anything. All right. Literally anything? Literally anything. That you, is what it You would literally do anything that you say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, if by, you, uh, if by you you mean 
you. Yeah, I like to do everything in the third person. Okay. Even refer to myself as you. <laughs> <laughs> Which Travis likes to do that. Yeah. It gets really confusing um, if, you, if you address everyone as you, including yourself. Yeah, that's what I. That's that's my thing. Uh, so do do anything you say is the what next, I say is what Travis says is also the next song that we're going to cover on for me to Ziggy. Uh, until then, you can check us out on Facebook and on Twitter for me to Ziggy for me to Ziggy dot com podcast at for me to Ziggy dot com and you can subscribe and like us on iTunes and uh, Stitcher and uh, Google Play and you can leave ratings and reviews and all those things really help to raise our visibility factor mm-hmm. in on those those internets anything else do we ever say anything else um, that's all of it facebook twitter is all that all right did you, uh, have, did you have something i don't okay <laughs> neither do i i have nothing else and so well then ladies and gents go out there and get dirty oh yeah True.